With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, stand by. This is Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. What up? Thanks for checking out Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show podcast. Heard daily at 1059thebrew.com. Yeah. Uh, Let's just start today's show off with a crazy Karen losing her mind. Why not? Uh, This is another Karen who's mad about the mask. She was actually kicked off the public bus because she wasn't wearing a mask. And she threw a fit when she got kicked off the bus. This is what she did. Now she's on her knees begging. No one's giving you a ride like that, lady. Give me a ride! You see that crazy chick screaming out over there? We should, we yep. should, we should take her somewhere. Pick her up. This is gonna be totally chill. Jeez Louise! In a padded van is what you need a ride in. You know the people on the bus are driving away going, thank fuck they kicked her off. Like, oh my god, well, how many stops was that gonna go? Oh, it almost sounded like it could have been related to uh, Portland Jamie. You remember that? The yeah. lady had the little run with the cops. That yep. scream was right down the middle for her. Oh, and same yeah. with that other Karen video. Uh, she was She's in that video of uh, Karen's she got that bowl cut thing. Yeah, it's the worst Karen cut of the group. And she yeah. just abandons all reasoning and decides <laughs> to just moon squawk. Yeah, I love it. Gotta love the Karens. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus, you know, today was the 35th anniversary of the Challenger disaster. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, it's a sad a- day all, all around because if you look at what happened uh, kind of later last night, too, it's, you know, I- I'm bound to be sad today after hearing about who this world lost. Uh, and who, what am I, why is it not coming to my mind? Oh, we talk about Cloris Le- Leachman. Cloris Leachman, man. She yeah. was a gem. Yeah. No, let me play some of other clips that we didn't get to play on the air today. Because uh, she was so funny. She really was. And she had her own shtick. Yeah. It was the, like, I'm slightly batty, but I'm witty enough to win. Uh, she, of course, passed away at 94 of natural causes, which is good. It wasn't related to coronavirus or anything. Uh, this is her. Well, on 94 the- did run. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I agree. 94 is a good run. I think so. Here's her on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. The other day I was reading this wonderful book called The Life of the Bee. <laughs> Maybe you read it. Did you know the male bee is nothing but the slave of the queen? And once the male bee, uh, how should I say, um, has serviced the queen, <laughs> the male dies. All in all, not a bad system. <laughs> I don't even know what year that was. Oh, man. I mean, and she continued to work all the way through. Yeah. You said she was on um, uh, she was Malcolm, on Malcolm in the, in the middle. middle. She was on the Mad About You reboot in 2019. She's got two movies in post-production right now. And she's actually, it's a, it's a pretty good movie if you're willing to watch an animated movie, The Crudes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Caveman movie. It's good. She plays the grandma who's like the best character and of course, it's um, sad she's not in the sequel. She was in Young Frankenstein, opposite of Gene Wilder, which is huge. I she am was Paul Bruchel. <laughs> Would the doctor care for a brandy before retiring? No. Thank you. Some warm milk? No. Thank you very much. Ovaltine. Nothing. Thank you. And I will say, 
Good night, Herr Doktor. Good night, Frau Blucher. You know, when she was 82 years old, uh, Cloris Leachman was the oldest contestant ever on Dancing with the Stars. Really? And she said she loved it. I was voted off on the sixth show. I'd like to go back and do the last four shows. <laughs> but, I mean, it was good that I was voted off then. I got kind of tired and it was, it was appropriate. And uh, I only was getting fours and fives from the judges. I thought that wasn't quite fair. I thought I was better than the four. Four and some quarters at least. Four and some quarters. Yeah, she was good. She's she was also um, in Bad Santa as an uncredited grandma. She's was so old that she played a grandma in 1990 on a. I didn't know they did a pilot of a Back to the Future TV show. Oh my God, are you serious? It's, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's right here, and she's in 1990. Thank God that never got made. Oh, hold on. Let that me is- take. Let me take that back. Not Back to the Future. I don't know why I just had an aneurysm. It's a. It was a TV show of Ferris Bueller. Oh, so same. Yeah, Where Back to the Future come from? Uh, the aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that happened. Uh, she was. She was great in uh, just a quick little blurb in the office where they had a. a, a sorry, I'm blanking right now. No, I'm, I'm having aneurysm. aneurysm. <laughs> Everyone's having an aneurysms. <laughs> They had an episode where um, Andy pirates a movie and it's got Jack Black and Cloris Leachman in it. And the plot of the movie is Jack Black is dating Jessica Alba and he meets her grandmother, which is Cloris Leachman, and falls in love with her. (laughs) And I mean, they've got like a bathtub scene where like Jack Black's washing her in the bathtub. It's like a fake. It's like a fake movie inside the office. Yeah, but it's it, they've done probably, I would say, a good 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes worth of stuff because they, they ended up making a trailer for this movie and everything. Like, it was a, it was a very well-done episode, and at the very end, it ends with Jack Black lying to Cloris Leachman and her riding one of those stair escalators away from him, you know, the one that you sit in right. in your house and it right. takes you yeah. up the stairs. I She's, like, slowly flying away from him as he cries at the bottom of the stairs, and it's a great scene. Uh, I'm going to miss her more than than certain dead relatives, man. Love Cloris Leachman. You know that uh, The Office was the most streamed television show in 2020. When did that premiere? 2004 or 5? What, what year did The Office come on? And it right was in there. still the most streamed show in 2020? That's impressive. Because people, you know, we were talking about this yesterday. People love nostalgia. You know, those, you know, I've seen every episode of The Office three or four times and I'll watch them again. They're so good. Mm-hmm. And so when you're depressed, there's a pandemic, you know, you're working from home. Why not put something on familiar that makes you happy? Yeah. And that's why it does so well. Before we get too far from Cloris, and which is strange that I keep telling myself that is the real name, Cloris. Um, she was in Hollywood before she passed away for 74 years. 74. I mean, the only person I can think of in that wheelhouse is Betty White. Um, Yeah, yeah, and she's probably next, unfortunately. What is she, 98 now? How old is she? Something like that. Whenever she goes, she outlived everybody's prediction. And, oh, she's going to be next, or she's on next year's list. She has just shaken a leg at that idea. Um, Yeah. Uh, Pamela Anderson has married her bodyguard. Pamela Anderson's married again. She seems troubled. Uh, she has made the most of a lockdown and fallen in love with her bodyguard, uh, Dan Hayhurst. And apparently this was an intimate Christmas Eve ceremony. So this happened a while ago. And we didn't even know. Sneaky. Uh, they were married in Pamela's Vancouver Island home in Canada. It was a small ceremony with only close friends and family. This is now the fifth time that Pamela Anderson has been married. Yeah, because at one point she was Julian. She was linked to Julian Assange, and right, going yeah. to the WikiLeaks building to go, or you know, when he was in the consulate yeah, or she whatever sy- he was sympathized in. with him. Mm-hmm. But she's—it's a tough situation to be Pam, because you were the prettiest woman basically on the planet, and then age is what it is. It just comes, and when your whole image is to be hot, it's got to be a tough pill to swallow. Be Let, tough for me. I mean, God, I, I'm not half as pretty. Speaking of television, Legendary Television uh, announces Skull Island and a Tomb Raider TV show. That's uh, going to be on Netflix. Um, it sounds like it's going to be an anime-style TV series. So I, does, that mean, does that mean cartoons? Does that mean animation? Must be. Sounds like it. You can have the Tomb Raider. Yeah, I don't care for that. But I wouldn't mind seeing what Skull Island's like. But if it's a cartoon, I'm not really going to care that much. Mm-hmm. You know, I like live action. I, it's hard for me to watch cartoons. I mean, I can watch an episode or two of Family Guy or South Park. 
maybe some Rick and Morty, but other than that, I am not a cartoon man. Oh, I've got Pixar. I mean, who doesn't like Pixar? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the ones that they you know do two years to build. But yeah, an average everyday cartoon, I've seen too many. Marcus loves cartoons. Yeah, he's a yep. big cartoon guy. I'm young heart, man. I and you know South Park is is the one that sits at the very top of that, but slowly kind of taking over the Rick and Morty in America, or excuse me, the family guy in American dad space in my head is Rick and Morty. And I mean, it's the, the intelligence behind the writing on that show is uh, so good that you have to watch them three to four times to pick up everything that's being said. And that's what I like about it. I think the great um, thing too, is one of the main characters. I'm not sure which vo voice he does, but he drinks throughout the entire time while they're recording. He's just awesome. pounding beers. He's like, dude, I'm just well, doing my due diligence here. Because he's the character supposed to be a little like that. So he just gets sauced while he's, while he's working. Awesome. Rick is the character, and yes, he's drunk all the time. And and it was that he would he would do it for the, the way he would talk and, you know, the way he'd kind of slur words and stuff. But what they realized partway through maybe the first season is that it was better if he would just burp during what he was saying. So instead of drinking his choice, which was like whiskey or something, they started giving him light beer Yeah, and he just pounds light beer because right. it's, you know, he's drinking hard A. So he'll be, he'll be on this long rant. that's just hilarious. And then he'll just burp a word. And you know that that just came up in the, in the sound booth. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, yeah. We're keeping that. <laughs> yeah. I love that stuff. Cause in, from what I understand, they, they, they record all the audio first and they animate to that. Mm -hmm. I would love to be on the wall. Like I was watching a video of how they did the voices for South Park, and you know I'm not sure which one does the voice for Cartman, Tr Matt Parker or Trey Stone. I don't know. Yeah, since everyone uh, in America, or Trey can Parker do it, or Matt Stone, I they think probably I just have a janitor do it at this point. <laughs> yeah, but what they do is like he does the voice, you know, ah, fuck you or whatever, and then they speed it up and pitch it up. Mm -hmm. So it's yep. really not even close to what he, I mean. He sounds like that a little bit, but in the movie uh, Basketball, you can actually see him do it. Yeah, on a lighter note without all the pitch down or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but, uh, but nowadays they, they just pitch it up just a little bit and speed it up, and it just gives it that comedic punch. Mm -hmm. And it's it, cool. I mean, to go the distance like they have, I mean, it's at least 22 years at this point. And I guess, uh, you know, I was reading on how they do the voices for Family Guy, because, you know, Seth MacFarlane does the majority of them. Mm -hmm. You know, does he do each voice one at a time? Like, okay, we're going to record all the Quagmire stuff now, all the Peter stuff now, all the Brian stuff now. Apparently, he goes down the script and just reads it as the script is. So he'll go back and forth. He'll do Peter, then he'll do Quagmire, and then he'll do the other voice. Like he just goes in and out the entire time. That dude has some serious skills. Yeah. And has from the beginning. Yeah, and it's crazy there, that show was canceled like three times before it finally stuck. Mm -hmm. It's wild. There's a very funny video of uh, Graham Norton on, or excuse me, I've seen it. Seth yeah, on Graham Norton doing that, where he's talking basically two or three characters talking back and forth, and it's unbelievable uh -huh. because he, you could close your eyes and see a Family Guy episode right while he's doing it. So. Yeah, I wish I could do that, man. I would just be doing voices. Fuck this job. You know what's a great little <laughs> peer? I mean, and I know it's the Hollywood version, but at the very beginning of Miss Doubtfire, when he's voicing oh, yeah, it's great. the cartoon, and it just it shows you in that moment. It, it it doesn't take one minute of a movie to just you just bow down to that man and you're like, dude, that yeah. is a talent. Those are when you go to an audition, there's always that guy there. You know, it's like, all right, I can do this. Well, he can really do this. I always think it's, I've always thought it must be kind of hard when you have to go in there and redub yourself, you know, because a lot of the times they record you on the set, but it doesn't work out. So they need you to come in there and dub over what you're saying. Yeah. So like, for for example, uh, who was the kid who played Jonathan, John Connor in Terminator 2, Edward Furlong? Yeah. Apparently he was going through puberty while the movie was filming and his voice had changed from the beginning part of the filming to the end. And so he had to go in there and redub his like almost every line throughout the entire movie. That's so funny. So he's you know all that stuff that you're seeing, it's actually him in a studio saying all those lines somewhere. Dubbing it back over. Yeah, yeah, and it's got to be hard to match it up with your with your mouth. You know, you probably do it a gajillion times till you get it right. Mhm. Mm it's the the whole like dub over too. You can they can try and try and try, but if you if it's happened, I feel like you can always in some small way you can tell. There was some real funny. Uh, yeah, you can. There were some real funny uh, shows on on YouTube. There was like uh, Power Rangers dub over and the Short Circuit, the comedy series where somebody dubbed over Short Circuit. So he's saying, you know, what's in this? What's in this toolbox? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's super funny stuff. I love like anybody who does those dub over voices on you know, like YouTube, you know, like the bad lip reading. All that stuff is so funny. And they're, it's pretty hilarious. Um, the, well, those lip readings are classic, all the football ones and everything that they do. But the have you seen the dub over? It's like how bad it can be on Netflix. 
What do you mean? Well, because we have all these foreign movies oh, now. Oh, yes, yes. And so, so you like, go to watch yeah. it, and it's like, la, 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 la. hey, how are you, it's, Brian? It's hard for me to watch. I watched one that you and I watched. It was about the, that everyone's in a room, and the elevator went down the middle. Yeah, it was a prison where the food works yeah. its way to the bottom. Like That was okay, but it's really hard for me to get into movies where it's a dub over, unless it's like an old martial art you know, karate movie. You almost have to focus away from the faces. Like, yeah. you know, everything, you're, you're looking at what's on the table while they talk in order to not go nuts. I mean, you do get used to it after a few minutes, but, you Same know. Same thing with the theatrical version of a movie, you know, where it's all thin, and you're like, dude, I can't watch a whole movie like this. Five minutes later, you don't even remember right. that that's right. there. See, it's right. not the same for me. I, I found out over Christmas that I have a real trouble with subtitles uh, because my my parents, you know, they're getting older. And so they watch TV, some of their TV shows with subtitles on. Yeah. And I realized after sitting there watching a couple shows with them for an hour that I had no idea what I had just watched because I was only reading the subtitles. I, like, hate I wasn't that. looking at the picture ever. Uh, because it was something with a lot of, there was a lot of dialogue, a lot of speaking. There was not really any dead points to kind of win your eyes back from the bottom of the screen. So, I, I mean, look, I'll do it. But that that movie you guys are talking about, The Platform, my wife the was platform, watching it. The Platform, that's I what it's called. I had to get the hell out of there. Like, I, it really, the premise of the movie kind of turned my stomach a little bit, too. But I, I would have thought it was good. I thought it was cool. Yeah. What's it, the problem with, the, I want to know what the problem is with the movie. That that premise doesn't kind of turn your stomach a little bit. Well, I mean, it's gross if I'm eating caviar from 15 floors <laughs> above, but if I'm hungry as shit, I'm gonna eat said caviar. I just and, and Tanner and I have talked about this. We liked the premise, the idea that you know you might f over the guy below you this week, but that doesn't mean you're not down there next week. I want to say I read that they might turn that into a TV show, which could be good. But how long hmm. does that go? Maybe an Americanized movie version where it switches up the ending. I know they're going to turn that, that movie Parasite into a TV show for America. Mm, mm. That one movie of the year. Yeah. When I'm watching a movie that's that effed up, like the the premise, like you guys are saying, of the platform that's that effed up, I like a little bit of meat to that story. Why? Yeah, why? Why I agree. Why, why are they in there? That's one thing that pisses me off about some of these science fiction movies. That one uh, that I told you about with Jesse Eisenberg. Mm -hmm. It's a really cool movie, but what the fuck is the point of all this? Yeah. Like, you got to give me some answers. I you don't, can't waste my time. Stop leaving it open where it's up to the, interp up to, up to the viewer's interpretation. No. I just wasted That's two cool. hours of my life. You give me a goddamn answer. I hate it. And TV shows are slowly figuring this out. Like, oh, we need to have, you know, we can't do it like Lost. We can't make everyone happy, so let's make no one happy. Breaking Bad pulled it off. Star Wars pulled it off. You no, know, with, yeah. the TV, with the TV show is what I'm referring to. No, yeah, you don't need to be ambiguous in the end. If I want to waste my time, I have the internet. Everything can yeah. waste your time. If your job is to tell me a story, finish the story. Give me answers. Okay. You know, we, Lost, I'll give it. I'll give them the exception because they were the first ones to do that kind of like And they were out on mystery. their feet. You know, the, the CBS was saying, give me 24 yeah. episodes. It's ABC, like, yeah. They were like, ABC, sorry. They were like, give me more and more episodes. They're like, we don't have anything else left. Yeah, it's like, what am I supposed to do? Well, go to the room. I don't want to hear no. Yeah, and, and that's so why you're doing there's that. a shit ton of episodes of Lost that are just shitty because they were just forced to do it. We need an hour of content. So I, I I do agree with you there, Marcus. I want answers with these movies. It's a really good movie with Jesse Eisenberg. What the hell is it called? It's got a funny name. Yeah, they get stuck in like a like a neighborhood, like this like they, you know, they buy a house in a neighborhood or yeah, they just a go house. And, they just go and view it because oh, they never they're, even buy they, it. They're going to look at it because they want to buy a house, and then the guy leaves them there and they get stuck That's there forever. Right. That's right. And it's like they get my my thing is I think they were stuck in some sort of computer program, but they don't. Again, I want an answer. The movie, is it, oh, Bavarium. Bavarium, that's it. I like it. It's good, but it, it, again, it ends. Don't just, burn my hours. It just kind of leaves you, uh, you know, it's a really good movie, but it just kind of like leaves you like wanting more. Well, because, you know, in my world, you got one opportunity. Friday night, I got one movie, <laughs> and I can watch that movie. I can't just be like, okay, I'm going to do a double header. You know, like these kids will be lurking. And right. so if they blow that and I'm butthurt at the end of that, yeah, I wish you would have told me the story. I asked for it. Mm -hmm. It's like me finishing the bedtime story and throw the book out the window in the last chapter. Yeah. That's not very fair. <laughs> got to give me answers. You got to give me answers. Mm -hmm. um, so speaking of, did I say that Netflix's biggest show was, uh, is it Bridgerton? You didn't say that on here. I was surprised since that's a newer show. So the most watched series on Netflix ever is Bridgerton, which is a romantic costume drama. 
So when they say romantic costume drama, does that mean like like Old British oh, bibbidi yeah. bing bong, like uh, downtown Downton Abbey. Abbey or uh, you know Howard's End? Yeah. yeah, Anthony Hopkins would be great in any role. That <laughs> type of a thing. You know, I started uh, the first episode of Peaky Blinders, but I could, I just maybe I was in a different mindset. I'm going to watch it again, but because I hear it's intense. Yeah, but I just the first episode didn't suck me in. But I, I was drinking, and a lot of the times I'm not really paying attention mm-hmm. when I'm yeah. drinking. And that's one reason I like to watch movies a lot because in a series, Amy can catch me browning out. You know, where I might miss something or maybe a whole episode while I yeah. was awake. So. Well, that's why I couldn't watch Narcos. You know, you'd look away for a second to look at your phone, and five minutes have gone by, and you don't know what the hell's going on because it's subtitled. Yeah, if you watch Narcos and your phone's out, you're not watching Narcos. <laughs> exactly. That's not I gave up because I, I did watch the first season pretty thoroughly. Second season, it was on my phone, looking away. And this, Plus, I already know. I've read the book about Pablo. Like, I know everything that happened to this dude. Yeah, and it sounds very American to say this, but like, I just wanted the American version. You know, like, where I could <laughs> just, just have the exact yeah, same thing, have the accents, but just yeah. do it in the American version. But that I get what that is. Yeah. I don't need culture. <laughs> you know what I need is a third season of Mindhunter. Dude, not happening, though. We were ju- well, it's not 100%. It's about 95% not going to happen. But uh, uh, Steve, uh, what's his name? David Fincher uh, uh, made a deal with Netflix recently that didn't take that off the table. He says it's not off the table, but it's a long shot. At least he's in the family still. He's still, right? yeah, he's got he's a contract. Still, he's got the family. He's got, he's got, he's got to deal with Netflix. He hasn't one hundred percent taken it off the table because those first two seasons of Mindhunter are so goddamn good. They are good. And it, I and was just way- telling Drew off the air earlier today that like, I need another show where I can just. You know, you find out from the first five minutes of that you're just addicted to and the show. That was the show you yeah. mentioned this morning. I did mention it, and I just dug through that. I've I've watched both seasons of Mindhunter two or three times all the way through. It's so good, and they're building things up that we haven't even seen yet. They were supposed to answer like you know they were getting to the BTK killer. Mm-hmm. Are we not going to yeah. see that now? That's bullshit. That was the whole thing. That, yeah, that was the, like Drew says the whole thing. It's like at the beginning of every episode for two goddamn seasons follows this weirdo around all the, yes. the weird shit he gets into and then they don't but they don't tell you necessarily that that's him but you kind of know that it's him because obviously a lot of people lived it and yeah. that's what i loved about mine hunter is if you have ever you know listened to some of the real stuff from the actual dude that plays uh holden well excuse me the actual guy that the character holden ford is based on this is all true I mean, he went and interviewed Ed Kemper. He yeah, it's not right exactly across- done. That like it's kind of like shifted a little. Yeah, they base it on real events, so it's not one hundred percent true. Like some of these people don't even exist in real life, but it's kind of like you it's know, based in reality. It's like when they take a movie and then they like Titanic or something, and they inject a bunch of fake stuff in there as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like real and the crimes are real. Yes, and that's yes. what they're chasing from. Like the Atlanta child murders that happened, Ed Kemper right. that happened, and I guess maybe I'm so into it because I just finished the miniseries, The Night Stalker. Yesterday, I, oh, I'm on, like four, uh, I'm not done with that. I'm like yet. four episodes in, five episodes in, or maybe yeah. Well, it only has four. It's so probably then I just four or five in. Then I just finished it last night. Then, or maybe it was the yeah, night before, but good. I just finished it. And I love that we're getting these because the great part about Mindhunter was it tells the true stories of the actual crimes, but it builds the drama around the characters that was that is Hollywood and how they know, came like up the, with serial this term serial killers and profiling yeah. people things like this. Mm-hmm. And can we just note, yeah. since it was pointed out that uh, no matter what was changed in Titanic, it is fact that Rose nailed Jack in that foggy car. Like, <laughs> I don't take that from me. Somebody got nailed. Somebody in had car. a foggy fook fest. Um, so is the door Hollywood the size of the door? Was that a Hollywood ad- adaptation? Or maybe just his ability to paint, like the picture sucked, <laughs> and they still did it. Yeah, maybe his artwork wasn't that good. <laughs> it was trash. It Jack's was finger art was paint. terrible. Uh, but yeah, I, I and and I read this article that um, this might be Netflix's undoing, like because they, they constantly cancel shows after the second season because it doesn't have, hasn't gained traction yet. Mm-hmm. You got to give it a bit. You got to give it a bit and let people get into season three, and then you know because Breaking Bad wasn't massive until about season four, season three, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. And even if they fall short of canceling, if you say something like, you know, you just take a break without 
making an announcement, uh-huh. you allow people to gain a hunger for it. Yeah, and you, crave you let people. Your product. You, you got to let it breathe a bit. You got to give it some time. And Netflix is, and I understand they're they're throwing a lot of money towards these shows, mm-hmm. and they get scared when there's a lot of money on a show and not many people are watching it. But you got to give it some time to breathe. You know, the dude who 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 greenlit Breaking Bad for uh, a- AMC, he said he wasn't even sold on the show after the first handful of episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, so that tells you right there that you just let give it time, and it'll, and it'll be incredible if you just give it time. And if you trust your initial instinct, like you're Netflix and you signed them, it's either one of two things. You either sign them because you knew it was good and you need to follow through on that, or B, you signed them because you're signing everything and that's fucked. Right. Don't do that. Don't sign something you don't truly believe in or you won't be able to stay with it. The guy who runs FX, or at least ran it at the time, passed on Breaking Bad, and he says it's the wor- one of the worst decisions he's ever made. You see, yeah. passed on Breaking Bad, and they ended up over at AMC. Like we got the Shield, bro. Kick rocks. Yeah, I hear that's good. I haven't watched. Yeah, that. It w- for FX, that was their that she- was their thing. I know that guy. She. Yeah. It's funny because that dude's in the movie Twenty Fifth Hour with Edward Norton, and he goes, "My favorite show is The Wire." Or no, I, he, it's The Wire. I'm thinking of The Wire now. Okay. I'm crossing yeah, the, the shows. Shield is the one with the bald, the bald dude. white guy. Yeah. The- Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Who played it? He was in a Marvel movie. Yeah, he played the Rockman stone dude. The That's Thing. Right. That's what I think was thing. a thing in Fantastic Four. He was the Thing. Oh, Marcus, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good today on a Thursday. I'm yeah. feeling all right. Weather's kind of dumpy outside, but whatever. I'm going to make the best of it. Maybe play some PUBG this afternoon. I don't oh, know. yeah? You know, and that mm. whole that whole unemployment life thing, man, is really open-ended until about, you know, 1030. I'm, I'm tied up till about 1030 most mornings, 1045 on some occasions. How's and it then, going with that? Do you Are you still in touch with, like, the unemployment office and show that you're looking for work and all those things? Well, yeah, I actually got approved uh, for a special program it's called self-employment assistance program and so i i get to continue claiming my unemployment while um starting my own business which excellent uh, i don't have to tell them that i've you know applied at x amount of that's the way to do it uh, yeah so it's really nice and plus if i make any money off the business i'm attempting to start i get to keep that it doesn't count against my unemployment so um, nice all good things for sure but um yeah even prospect were, were pretty dingy so went ahead and tried to do it for myself well even if you don't have like i mean you got that that assistance program which is great but in covid times i mean they basically just told everybody that you don't have to work until november if you're in an if you're in an industry that's affected and you're already out of work you know like you think about any any person in the service industry did you look for work today yeah i called nine places and they haven't been open in nine months they may they stop making people call. Now you just you click a certain button that's like, you know, yeah, this is the we're screwed button and they continue to roll the checks. When oh, you got that many people filing for unemployment, you don't have enough staff members to talk to everybody. And you can't yeah, it's you're just right. not gonna happen. You can't sift through all of the drama. So you just you just pay yeah. the people. Yeah, uh, except for you pay the people on an incredibly uh skewed um uh, time frame because I, I I filed my unemployment claim the first week of October and I did not see a cent until two weeks ago. Holy shit! So, they pay you all the back pay. Yeah, well, they give it to you. They just wait. I mean, it, you get what I got was I think fourteen individual checks finally Damn. after you know fifteen sixteen weeks or something like You're that. You're like a government stripper. So, <laughs> that was bad, dude. And I mean, that's the other thing is like. I got carpal tunnel signing all these damn checks. And then what I realized is, oh, you can apply for um, direct. direct deposit. 
which is great. So I, you know, I went in and did that after I went to the bank, like uh, somebody from the 1940s and deposited <laughs> 42 checks. <laughs> well, yeah. we're glad yeah. you got your money, right? So. In the end, now you've yeah. got it. Yeah, Michael Strahan's missing from Good Morning America all week after getting COVID-19, but he's got money. I'm sure he'll be fine. Pretty, Get the best uh, treatment out there. It's pretty sneaky because over the weekend, he's supposed to be on set for Fox NFL Sunday. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, they've got him live from his home for the first time ever on the show. Yeah, right. And it turned out <laughs> he didn't know at that point. But, but he'd had the test done and you got to... Well, he had gotten uh, his one of his assistants or one of his people close to him got COVID, and so he actually self-quarantined and kept himself that's away good. from those old codgers. Because imagine if he gave that to Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, well, and that's what you're supposed to do. You yeah. know, it, you know, if you get tested, you're not supposed to get tested and then hit the town. You're supposed to get, you know, get tested, go home and wait till you get the results back. Or if you don't get tested, just stay the hell at home or stay away from people. And that's the easy way to do it. But I mean, you know how hard it's got to be for people like, you know, you got a little scratch or a little tickle. You know, if you called the boss for shutting the whole building down. I know, right? Like, and I think we've all been guilty of at least going, not, I'm not saying a COVID symptom. I'm not going on record with that. But to where you aren't sure if you're 100%, but I don't have COVID. You know, like, and so uh-huh. I could see how Strahan could accidentally F his buddy on this, but I'm just glad that we don't have any uh, dead NFL greats due to that bad Yeah, game. stay on. Can you imagine if we lost the great Terry Bradshaw? Man, what yeah, would we, would we do for bath fitter commercials? Yeah, those awkward commercials of him in the tub. I'm oh, in a God. jacuzzi with my pants off. It's so awkward. He's like smiling, going yippee, and things like that in the <laughs> tub. And it's like, dude. They're like, Terry, you're not hired unless you give us the one whoop de woo Like, he does weird shit like that, but I, it makes me love him, you know, because he's so ridiculous, but I love it. His entire role on Fox NFL Sunday is to cackle and throw, like, a little talk over someone and say a little joke about somebody else. Goes up and then. <laughs> That's all he does. What was he, quarterback? He was a quarterback. He was also the most, let's just say this, the luckiest position of any quarterback ever because he's not a Hall of Famer because he was great at football. He was on three championship teams with the Steelers. He knew how to play and not give the ball up and mm-hmm. let your defense win. It was called the Steel Curtain, and he got a 30-year broadcasting career out of it. Not bad at all. Yeah. Not bad and, at I all. Mean, some of the guys that he was surrounded with, too, are uh, on offense or even some of the better players. Larry to be covering that area. Lynn that era. Swan. Hall of Famers. Yep. And you got Franco Harris, the uh, the the unsung hero of the uh, immaculate reception. Did it hit the ground? Did it not? We don't know. But we <laughs> gave him the touchdown, and now Terry Bradshaw's on TV. Uh, this video went viral yesterday. It's really funny. These two idiots are trying to break into a house like it's a home invasion. They're trying to kick this door in. And both of them have guns. You can see one dude's got a gun in his hand. The other guy's got a gun in his hand as it's in his pocket. And he's back kicking the door like a donkey. Mm-hmm. And he accidentally shoots himself in the leg while trying to kick in this door, and I, it's just I, good because there's probably a terrified family behind that door. What the hell's going on? Who's co- trying to come into the house? And you rush in with guns. That's one of my biggest fears is when somebody decides to break the peace. You know, I live in a very safe place, and tell a dude with a gun kicks my door down. Yeah, right? I gotta get you some guns. Just that's give what me I'm a couple you. of yours. You got a yeah, slew of guns. I'll just get you pass one. me one in a blanket. I've thought about this. So, like, <laughs> let's say shit went south and we all needed to protect ourselves. I know just the one I'm giving you. I've already thought about it. Actually, oh, we talked you. about this on the air not too long ago. Yes. And the I good- want to hear which one are you giving him? I was thinking the shotgun, the Winchester. That's exactly what I thought because yeah. with Drew's voice coming out of the dark and a shotgun clicking it around, that, <laughs> yes. um, that, nobody's going to screw with you, Drew. I mean, they'll leave before you have to pick off around. And you don't need to necessarily have the greatest aim with a shotgun. Yeah, you, you get know? a wide a wide range right. there. Right. And, you know, it's also I'm lucky in the fact that my brothers who live up the street are also the great hunters. They got they they're are. they're armed too. So just Heavily in case, armed. So I, they'll hold off till you can get to the compound and we can all lock the perimeter. <laughs> That's exactly what'll happen. Anyway, High ground. Here's this kid shooting himself in the leg. They're kicking. That's him kicking the door in. So he kind of kicked the door and pulled the trigger at the same time and blasted himself in the thigh. But as soon as he hits him, as soon as he shoots himself, you can see blood seep through the pant leg. It's a bullet wound. And I he mean, goes, and you can hear his buddy go, "Did did the Glock shoot you or something like that?" Oh, did the Glock hit you? Oh, my God. And then they turn around and ran away. Fucking assholes. We planned this out Flip. so good. Take the gun out of your pocket if you're going to kick in a door. 
Well, for one, don't kick in a door at all. But two, if you're going to do it. This is so not Ocean's and, Eleven. Can I just say that if you're going to have it, if it was truly a Glock, it's like, Tanner, you have one, I have one. Yeah. They're great guns. They're incredibly serviceable. You can no throw safety. them into a public, pick it up and shoot it, but there's not much of a safety, so you probably shouldn't have it in your pocket to begin with. Right. You put it in a holster or carry it in your hand if you have to. Of course, why am I giving these criminals advice? Go out and do it the way you've always done it. It seems to be working. <laughs> Go ahead, you dink. And I think a home invasion is one of the worst things you can do. To kick in somebody's door and to, you know, pull... Because this is late at night. The cars are at the house. The people are home. Yeah. You know, and to do that to somebody, that, you know... That's up. That's obviously not as bad as murder or things like that, but it's really it's getting up there. You because you're terrorizing people. You put us in a position now that since you entered my house in the dark and I don't have a way to to survey the situation, I'm going to kill you probably. Not not wanting to, but that's what right. you have to do. And now I don't know what your deal is. I got my family in here. And now somebody has to die because you decided to do that. Because so you I, wanted a TV. Exactly. You little fucking dildo. Mm-hmm. Well, what's scary about this, though, is this could have been targeted too. you know, home invasions are pretty rare. And a lot of times when you see them, they want your drugs. They know what's in there. They know what's in, that's in there. Right. Exactly. And so this I mean, the the dipshit could have saved somebody else's life by shooting himself in the leg. So that's always good. But I think that's why I was so uh, I was so grabbed by the Night Stalker um, documentary on Netflix is because. Dude, I, I went around and locked every single window in my home, double checked <laughs> to make sure it was locked. You know it's good when he's scared shitless. Yeah. Well, because that right there is it's like, oh well, my doors are locked. I check those every night. You know, all the the outside, the garage, and everything like that is all locked. But when was the last time you went around and checked a window? Because this dude got away with, I don't know, 30 some odd murder, rape attacks and before was he, they ever was him. he eating people? Um, no. He wasn't was, eating people. That was that was Dahmer and somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was doing terrible. You're thinking of yeah Dahmer, and there's one other one, but um, he was just he would indiscriminately rape, kill, attack old uh, women, even. Yeah, oh, really old women, all the way. So his victims of the Night Stalker ranged from six years old all the way to eighty, I think two or three. Wow. But not to give away the ending, just because I know the story of the Night Stalker, if I'm correct. He gets his justice, though. Yeah, he does. That's what I saw either last night or the night before. Mm. He gets his. Yeah. And he ends up dying in prison from cancer. Yeah. So That's he, the worst part. Like, you know, he didn't get fried. He didn't get the Ted Bundy uh, cotton stuffing. He had to wallow in terrible health care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that sucks, too. Like, the, I'm sure the doctor will be in to see you in about six weeks. <laughs> and it sucks, too. But I would have liked to have seen him, you know. You I would like caught to- a cotton... Yeah, I would like to have been the 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 the, the good people. You know, justice would have been him putting in the, putting the chair, the cotton job, or getting the uh, lethal injection, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy was a true. He doesn't deserve a death as as uh, honorable as cancer. <laughs> Whatever, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? You like, know, you're a turd when cancer is. It's not bad too, enough. It's too good for you. Yeah, it's too good for you. I agree. Yeah, I got to finish that tonight. Casey One Anthony has started boring. a. Speaking of murders, Casey Anthony has started a uh, private investigation firm in Florida. I heard about that. And yeah, the other way. <laughs> yeah, what'd you say? I said it's called look the other way. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's real good at solving crime. Now, Casey Anthony is the, uh, as uh, uh, Nancy Grace would say, tot mom, who, you know, was accused of murdering her child, and then she got acquitted for it. Now, what I read is that she might be in some hot water for this. Yeah. Because she's doesn't have a license to be a private investigator. Uh-huh. And you have to have experience. She doesn't have either of these things. Uh, they say that she has implied that she wants to investigate the 2008 death of her two-year-old daughter, Kaylee. Uh, a, source, a source close to Anthony says that actually is not the case. That's a closed chapter in her life, she said. She's not starting a company to get answers about Kaylee. Well, of course not, because she knows what happened. Yeah, she knows what happened, and if she gets answers, then other people will know what happened. And it's like even when, though double jeopardy is the thing, they'll try her for something else. It's like when O.J. Simpson got off, you know, he didn't go out there and try to find the person who did it. He threw a party. Yep, and that's when you know you're you're a problem. You know, because if, if it's my, if my wife or my kid or just insert anyone, your mom, you would absolutely be beside yourself. Here's the thing, though. She says that last December she filed documents listing herself as a registered agent of case research and consulting services. So, 
was she lying that she was saying that she's registered, but she wasn't? Well, I just saw on TMZ that she didn't have the proper licensing for her to act. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Act herself. Yes, so what they're saying is they could she could hire other people, but her herself. Right. The business is registered to a home in West Palm Beach owned by Patrick McKenna, who is uh, who was Anthony's lead investigator for her defense team in her 2011 trial. According to state records, she does not have a Florida private investigator's license and has a convicted fel- and as a con- uh, convicted felon, she will not be able to get one. So, like you said, she can run the business, but. She can't be an actual investigator because didn't they nail her with a felony for something else associated to the the case like child endangerment or there was something because she's a felon. neglect or something right or yeah, yeah like uh, she just didn't get endangering busted for the, the welfare of a minor I think it was something along those lines but something that where she can't have a gun and can't be a PI she's weird it wasn't the rumors that she was uh, hooking up with her with her lawyer Jose Baez Baez both. There, that was a rumor, but you, the story you just told leads me to believe that her relationship might not be with him. It might be with this lead investigator from her case. It's been how many years? Yeah. And they're still hanging out and they're making businesses together? Well, they were that saying sounds that like you're in the company pudding. They, maybe she's been doing this for a while now because she said that the rumors are that that's how she paid for the lawyer was mm. to, you know. That's cold. Pretty much hook up with him. That's the rumor. I don't again. I don't know if that's true, but geez. like you got to be quiet about that. I'll get this part. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing screams Florida. Yes, that's it all does. I can. Say. Only in Florida. Uh, all right, Marcus. Let's get to your segment. News that sounds fake but isn't. This one actually comes to us from our great state of Oregon, down by Grants Pass, and uh, it doesn't really sound fake here, but uh, a heartwarming story, if you will. Uh, Oregon health workers who got stuck in a snowstorm on their way back from a COVID-19 vaccination event went car to car injecting stranded drivers before several doses expired. Uh, Josephine County Public Health said on Facebook that the impromptu vaccine clinic took place after about 20 employees were stopped in traffic on a or after a vaccination clinic on Tuesday. Um, This story coming to us from CBS News and uh, KTVL down in Medford. Uh, There's some pictures of it. I mean, that's kind of the thing about transporting this vaccine. It's got to stay cold and it has a pretty hard expiration date. So I think it's cool that they didn't just throw these out and they're actually trying to get them into people because there's a lot of money changing hands as far as this vaccination is concerned. You don't want to see them just throw these things in the garbage when, you know, people can be, I guess, vaccinated and maybe, uh, you know, live a normal life again. So I I heard on the news yesterday that they're uh, about to have this new syringe that can get an extra dose out of the the vials that they come in. Yeah. And they got emergency approval for it. Yeah. And they can, so the, there's just another little bit of, a little bit of juice left, you know, I can be that juice and you can squeeze that with a bunch of other, you know, juices that were left. And then you have a full dose. Dude, I can be your COVID backwash all day. <laughs> it's fine. Slap me full. I, when I saw this, I was stoked. And then I was also kind of jelly. You're like, I want to be, I want to be that guy who's stuck in traffic and I'm all butthurt. And then someone knocks on my windows. Like, dude, we got these extra vaccines, bro. Do you want <laughs> right. one? That was pretty cool story, and I'm glad that they thought on their feet about that. My girlfriend works in the medical field, and she just uh, she's about to get her shot. I think nice. either this week or n- I think it's ne- early next week she's getting her shot. Yeah, um, I'm noticing a lot of people are getting the shot, and then they're being super quiet about it mm-hmm. because I they're mean, not supposed to get it yet. But honestly, I would I would be quiet about it. And how do you? Bl- I can't blame. This is why I can't blame people. You're just. Your natural instinct is to survive. Right. You know, and you, you, everyone has their own story and you want to judge me and I want to judge you. But at the end of the day, I got to, I got to keep filling up the cup. That's kind of like the way I feel about when a cop is arresting somebody and they're going, stop resisting. Well, when you're about to break somebody's arm, their natural, natural tendency is to pull back. Save my arm. Save my arm. That's the only thing I think. Like you're, you've got your knee in the guy's back. Yeah. Stop resisting. How about you just do your fucking job? We're all animals in the end. We're going to try to survive. Yeah. Right. So hit me with the, like I said, give me that backwash. Give it to me. Spit it right in my face. Yeah. 
Uh, you guys remind me is that, you know, when uh, my sister was little, we were at a wedding and she went around drinking all of the uh, remnants of wine glasses and got hammered. It, that's kind of what you guys are talking <laughs> about. Like if you add up all of the leftover vaccine, that's one good vaccine. Mm -hmm. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, I hear Merlot, Pinot and Chardonnay together is really a tasty comment. <laughs> Uh, short sellers betting against mall retailer GameStop have lost $5.05 billion in 2021, according to a note published yesterday by S3 Partners, no, no. when the stock was 16% higher uh, in trading. Now, this stock, GameStop, was, or GameStop stock was falling sharply, and I happen to know this because last year at about June or July, I was invested in GameStop. Because I thought that maybe people being at home start purchasing a lot more games, maybe start taking back a lot more old games. This yeah. would be a good idea. The stock was kind of stagnant. It's now 600% higher than it was at the beginning of the year, and I don't have any goddamn stock in it anymore. Uh. But what happened here is um, there's a page on Reddit called Wall Street Bets, r slash Wall Street Bets, and these guys are, are kind of what you would consider retail stock investors. They don't really, they don't have big hedge funds. They don't all have a bunch of money. It's dudes and, and chicks taking their money that they have and investing and then sharing their stories on this site. And it kind of looks like the little guy got the best of the big guy because a very big investment firm decided to short sell GameStop, which means you're, you're on the price that it is that day. You're going to sell it and you're going to be able to sell it at that uh, at that price. But you can continue to watch the stock price go down and make more money on your short sale until it bottoms out if you want to. Well, what the what the Wall Street bets guys did is they all just went in small investing and pumped this stock up so high that, uh, like I said, this um, this short seller tends to lose billions of dollars on GameStop stock because they bet on it going down and instead so it's fired is this now, a, is this illegal though? Is the question? No, it's not illegal. Well, the part that might be illegal is that Robinhood, which is the trading app that is used by myself and many other amateur traders, um, has stopped your ability to purchase GameStop stop or GameStop stock now, which is really shady because okay, the retail investor can't do it, but all these big hedge funds still have the opportunity to buy and sell this stock. So it's not necessarily because, look, if the company knew something and gave up information to somebody and they bought based on that information, that's insider trading. If you've just got a bunch of people that get together to decide to, to purchase a stock and make it go up, that's just that's the market. It's it's volatile. It yeah. moves around and people are allowed to manipulate it if they can uh, get get enough people behind them to say that the that uh, wall street bets on reddit can't manipulate it would should be the same as saying that goldman sachs can't manipulate it but at any time if goldman sachs wants to spend two and a half billion they're gonna manipulate it but there i mean there's gonna be more of a gray area than this than that and i'm not saying i that i disagree with you on that that point but the fact that they did it in the way that they did and they conspired to upend the market falsely, I'm not sure exactly how that's going to pan out. I see that the United States government is going to uh, be involved in this. I think Robin Hood pulled out because they were like, I don't want to be the middleman for the drama. And so they got out of the way of this before it blows up. But I don't feel bad for a hedge fund dude. And I gave you this example earlier, Tanner, the trading places when Dan Aykroyd loses everything and Eddie Murphy becomes the man. The hedge funder, they are sending their kids to college, going on vacations, putting their wife through uh, the tanning experience, all based on failing business and the shattering of dreams. So you've been betting on, you know, Sears closes its door. You want Bed Bath & Beyond out of business. You want wastelands in the market. You feed on everybody else. And so, sorry, it turned around it fed on you. I don't feel for them. And maybe it's because I'm not a billionaire. But, you know, somebody's going to have to come back to reality and move to Scranton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, look, it's. I will tell you right now, I don't understand it very well. I've tried to get into trading. I've tried to understand it. I think that I could have paid attention a little bit more in my economics classes that I took in college. Um, and probably that would have benefited me. One thing I do know is um, I did something that must have been smart one day and I, I spent like 23 bucks and I bought something. And then I went back like a couple days later and it was worth like 400. And I was nice. like, okay. Yeah, I'm, maybe I'm good at this. I let that sit for a few months. It topped out at about 550. I cashed it out. 
Uh, GameStop was part of that, by the way. And, um, you know, now I'm I, the ne- the last time I put money in, I threw like a hundred bucks at something and it was gone in like a week. So <laughs> I don't do it. I'm not good at it. I've had some success, but I think it's, I think it's cool to go onto that subreddit and just read through what people, have, what people say happened to them. I saw a kid that bought $450 worth of Tesla calls the other, this has been about a month ago now. Um, and the last I read, he was up over $11 million. And I mean, people share screenshots of their Robinhood accounts, so they can't fake oh, this stuff. Jesus. Yeah. God, I got to get you know, into this shit. Hold on. It's You're fun to see, the but right there, there is also a big, <laughs> a big avenue of, uh, of Wall Street bets that's called loss porn. And oh, that's man. what they get a lot of their jollies off of is seeing somebody do what they call YOLOing and throwing all their money at one stock and then watching it, you know, oh, either brutal. Blow completely disappear so is the robin hood app is it a green feather yep that's the one all right you don't have to download this too take that right all now right. but one thing that i will i'm as i warn you i'm warning me that this is like sports gambling and that no matter how that. brilliant your idea is that doesn't promise that it's gonna win and you know like i don't know how many times i've come in here on a monday and i don't know how the hell the falcons didn't cover three and a half you know that type of a thing when I right. did the research, but it's cool when you can get real world payouts. That's great. All right, I've got it. Uh, you know, like we were reading earlier, it was a couple of weeks ago. Where and we got to wrap this up here because we're going long. But um, you know, when these people buy stock in Bitcoin, then they forget their password. Six years later, it's worth millions and millions of dollars, and they can't get in. That would be us. That would be. It would be like, would, are you kidding me? We're just two hands on the forehead. Yeah, just throw myself in front of a TriMet bus. I try chicken giblets two four two. Yeah. Oh I will boy. This right now. The, I guess the there's billions of dollars. Bought. I'm sorry to interrupt. There's. I guess there's billions of dollars Just of unclaimed sitting. Bitcoin because people can't remember their passwords. Terrible. What, Marcus? Well, I, I would just say that uh, my Bitcoin investment of twenty two dollars, which is equal to point zero 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 one Bitcoin, um, <laughs> it was looking a lot better when Trump was in office. Okay, it was worth ten more dollars when Trump was in office. Now Biden's first week is closing. I'm down ten dollars. I'm still up. $12 from my original investment, but I'm down $10. So pick it up, Biden. What the hell's going on? He's killing Bitcoin. It's been a week. You better fix this yeah. fucking country. Where's my executive order? <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else? Um, I do have another story about a guy that got fired for masturbating at work and he lost his uh, appeal at the court because he says he was scratching a rash, uh, rash on his genitals. <laughs> they say you didn't prove that after we fired you. So sorry, you lose your appeal. That's pretty much the end of that one. Well, there you go. I believe him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have had a rash where it only goes away if you north south north yeah, south. If you keep scratching it, it yeah, goes away. This, it's more of a rub, but you get it. All right, we'll s- rash off of me. Uh, we'll end on a rash joke. <laughs> Transportation terminated. You've been listening to Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Hear it daily at one hundred five nine thebrew dot com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.